0: Oh, beautiful human thanks for letting our conversation with scott hellman into your ears today he is an incredible artist one of my favorites we have a lot to discuss and he's going to open up in a way he has never done before you're going to learn a lot about scott i, I promise and you should know that today's conversation is coming at you courtesy of total wireless do amazing please share our podcast does you care about hit subscribe and enjoy our conversation with scott hellman
1: Hello, beautiful human. I feel like I'm a small person and this couch was not made for a small person. You know what?
0: You are like... its I'm going to sit
1: on the edge of it. Just so you can look bigger? No, just so I'm not like... Yes, (laughs) just so I can look bigger. That's exactly why.
0: By the way, hi, beautiful human. I'm Zach. Uh, That's very small Scott Hellman. Hello.
1: (laughs) Hi. You are a small person. I'm very small. Yeah. Like
0: smaller than the average. It's
1: upsetting sometimes when people meet me and they're like, wow, you're really small. It happens a lot. I mean, it's whatever, but... Does it sting?
0: It stings, yeah. Do do you want to be big? No. Why?
1: Because I do want to be tall.
0: Like, I'm not a tall person or a big person. Some people on the internet will call me fat, but I I am not tall, maybe wide. And there is a part of me that would have loved to have been like 5'10", 5'11", 6 foot plus.
1: I feel like I get away with more because I'm small. How so? Just like if I'm running around being a crazy human, Mm. like it makes sense. Because I'm tiny. You so can, it's like more packed in.
0: They can manage you.
1: Yeah. Yes. I get it. It's like, that's a manageable disaster. Like if I was like Callum's height, like six, whatever he is. <laughs> what are you? Six, four. Six, four? Wow. wow. That's an unmanageable mess. How tall are you? I don't know. Five, four, I think. Wow. But I constantly have to ask because it, it fluctuates in <laughs> smallness. I didn't know this is how we'd start. You, you never off, fluctuate up. You always fluctuate down. Just down, yeah. Understood. Yeah. Got it. Cool. I've been drinking since I was born. That's that's a problem. How you been? I've been crazy. Honestly, man, I just moved to LA. My Wait, brain. Hold on,
0: hold on. You moved to LA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. I thought you were here on like a,
1: a No, v- no. You're, a, you're on a visit. We just drove from Toronto. We drove Callum's Lexus down no. to Los Angeles, took five days. A lot of crazy stuff happened. We almost got robbed in Nevada. Oh, wow. We lost money in fake. Just It Makes was so sense. fun, though. It was so fun. But yeah, we just moved. Hold on.
0: Okay. So you, you just moved. Yeah. You, were you here on like a visa for six months or something? No,
1: I have an 01, so I'm here. Ah, look at you. Yeah. I'm
0: here. By the way, I'm here. An 01, and this is coming from somebody who there's a lot of people out there that would love for me to marry them for a visa. But an 01 visa is one of the most selective visas to get. That means you have a special talent that you're going to gift to America.
1: I hope so. That's what I'm here for. I
0: mean, you get f- better. You have so a legal clock, obligation to step just, the
1: f*** up. The clock is ticking.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it does tick, right?
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, it, I, I don't know. I feel like uh, the more we talk about this, the sketchier it's going to get. For No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like there's some immigration dude like watching your show like, f- this guy. I, I mean, maybe. Maybe. I,
0: I just made it very clear that I have a lot of people who hit me up for <laughs> marriage, for visas. So Yeah. I, they they must be tracking My something.
1: girlfriend's a U.S. citizen, too. So oh, so you're going to marry her? That's her. like my... That's my plan. No, I'm just kidding. That's your
0: scapegoat. <laughs> yeah. That's your failsafe. Exactly. I'm somebody's failsafe. It feels good. It's good. I mean, it's sad. I would do but that for someone. Would you? Totally. I mean, I, do you think Canada has more to offer than America?
1: In, in what way? Health insurance. God,
0: riches. Yes.
1: Well, in terms of free health care, probably a better situation. But I, I mean, I don't know. Like, that's a, an unanswerable free. question.
0: It's free in Canada. But America. America is a great country. Great. It is amazing i love it what do you love about it
1: i just like it's just happening man (laughs) It is. i also like there's a risk here Mm. is that's different in canada like it's just harsher in every direction i think in america and i like that sometimes because it 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 sort of sort of like illuminates the reality of life to you like it's like if you're if things are good let me tell you i have a really good story i yesterday was it yesterday no two days ago was it (laughs) two days ago it's good that it started off this way. I, I, Two days I'm ago, hooked. I was like, okay, hey, I gotta go to the bank. I gotta go to this bank in Beverly Hills because I gotta open up this bank account that my business manager was like, go to this bank. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I get an Uber, I go to this bank, and I, right as I get there, I'm like, shit, I have a meeting on Zoom. So I'm standing in front of the bank, like for 30 minutes on Zoom. Oh jeez. And then the meeting ends, and my manager calls me, he's like, You have another meeting now. And it's with everyone. Like the label, the this, the everyone's on this meeting. And I was like, it wasn't in my calendar. My phone's gonna die. He's like, "You just have to go to this meeting." So I'm like, "Okay, great." So I go on this Zoom meeting. Three quarters of the way through the Zoom meeting, my phone dies. Of course. And then I'm in like in Beverly Hills. Like, what are you like, stranded? What I'm stranded. I can't. Like, I don't know what to do. So I walked for an hour and a half, and I found a phone charger at this Rite Aid. Went back to the bank. This all took like two hours went into the bank and they're like, you don't have an appointment. You have to leave. (laughs) Cause like we only do this by appointments. (laughs) They're like, you're actually one of the only people we've ever seen walk into a bank and just try to open an account. I was like, awesome. Great. So I get in this Uber, I call an Uber. I I'm on the phone. I'm all pissed. I get in this Uber. I'm in the Uber. 20 minutes later, I get a call from an LA number and I pick up and the guy's like, hello. I'm like, Hey bro. And he's like, Hey, dude, um, this is your Uber. And I was like, I'm in an Uber. You're in a wrong Uber. So I'm in a wrong Uber. So I'm I'm in Santa Monica. I've gone 20 minutes into Santa Monica. You're a mess. I get out of the Uber. I'm in a Chevron gas station. I'm like, (laughs) what do I do? And then what I do is I get in another Uber and I go home. I get home and then I'm like, where's my wallet? Oh, stop. Bro. I swear to God. America's like, going to eat you and destroy <laughs> you, bro. I'm like, where's my wallet? Because I need to get a new license at the DMV because I got to ca- get a California license. I'm like, where's God. my wallet? And um, it's in the Uber that wasn't You're, my Uber. And you Uber, can't track it. So it's gone. It's forever lost. <laughs> wow. You should leave
0: now, actually. I don't even
1: know. Like, if this
0: is where we're starting...
1: I felt bad about we, it. Where do we go from here? The thing about L.A. too is, like, if you're having a day like that, L.A. It's, it's not will destroy you. Yeah, because everything is f- fucking far. Yeah. You
0: can't, like, w- when you make a little mistake, yeah, no, it, 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 no. the result could be an hour.
1: If you don't have a car. And, like, I'm just trying to get a car, but it's so hard to get a car here if you're from somewhere else. Yeah. But, like... And you don't even have a license. No, I'm just, I just—I don't have anything. I'm just a guy I'm Sick. cutting overalls, I'm trying to go to the bank. <laughs> wow!
0: Welcome to America. Thanks. Dude. Oh gosh, this is exciting, isn't it? It's great. It, <laughs> the truth is, we really don't care here. I you know. can come and you can fail, and like you're just one of the millions who have also failed. But in Canada, the tax system in CanCon allows there to be a cushion and a support system for mm-hmm. artists, totally, because. One, and this is like such like in legal government jargon, but like CanCon literally is establishing Canada to allow opportunity for Canadian artists to shine on their media. They give you money, they give yeah. you tax breaks, they'll literally help fund your art. Yeah. Here in LA, if we did that, there'd be no money for literally anything else because every motherfucker is trying to make something.
1: Yeah. No, it's, I, it's complicated. It's weird too, because in so many ways, like so many opportunities that I've had in my career, like I owe to that system. But at the same time, like that system is built to do what I'm doing now, which is come to the U.S. and like Foster. make opportunities happen and like, you know, kind of bring it back home. So it's a weird thing because it's like a chicken egg thing. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I would never talk shit about it because... Oh, it's cool. I, I, it's awesome. And I really believe in public arts funding. Me too. Um, Wish but we yeah. did that here. Yeah. I think it would go a long way. I think it would help. I mean, at least even just if there was like, I don't know. I, so I'm sure lots of people would disagree. It's just, it's also because of the power dynamic between Canada and the US. So it's like different. Like this is like the mecca of art and music. Whereas Canada is like a place that has incredible, super talent. Probably the, I think the best artist in the world, but less. And it's under the gun. So we have to like, fight. Like, kick people's ass to get them out the door. It's true. And and by the
0: way, like not Justin Trudeau, but his father used to say that like existing next to America is like sleeping.
1: I (laughs) economics And historically like weird that you know that. I love Canada.
0: I really do. And I was on the radio in Canada for over four years on all of the kiss stations across the nation and I think it's really cool. And the fact that they gave an American like me an opportunity to shine on the radio in Canada was a really rare opportunity. Really cool. And from that, I was able to understand how it works. But the truth is, like, Justin Trudeau's dad, who's also the prime minister, right, mm-hmm. up there, uh, said that existing next— no, what well, he was. was yeah, he was yeah, he yeah. was, yeah. But when he was, he said existing next to America was like sleeping next to an elephant. You know, <laughs> you feel everything. You are essentially yeah. one and the same, right? But you also get squashed rather easily if you don't create a farm system mm-hmm. that allows the talent to have op- uh, access to opportunity Definitely. to then grow, you know?
1: Which is, I think, also why I think that— Like, from Shawn Mendes to Alessia Cara to Drake to the week, like, all these Canadian artists that are so incredible. I think um, someone was telling me recently there was, like, a joke. I think it was, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Seinfeld, but the guy who wrote Jerry Seinfeld? Larry David? Larry David. Uh, As a Jew, that was a shameful moment that just happened. Uh, Larry David said, uh, like, when you go to Canada, it's like someone tried to recreate America from memory. Like, it's like, that's, like, not quite supposed to be there. And, like, I know what that is, but... But, and so I feel like with Canadian art, like, there's a familiarity for Americans, but also it's, like, kind of a li- always a little bit, like, different. Yes. And I think that's that's personally why I think it's so incredible. By the way, like,
0: the art that comes out of that country, like, what you create, I've been a fan of yours for a long time, dude. Thanks, man. I really, you are awesome. So we have a lot to discuss here, is particularly music, but I'm really happy that you're moving here. Are you yes. moving here for new opportunity, for new collaboration? Like, what goals do you set before you hop in? His Lexus and make the ride from Toronto <laughs>
1: um I mean I've just I I I've been coming down here my whole career and I I every time I come down here amazing things happen um I'm inspired by like the the gravity of LA mm. um and I just think like so many talented people here so I, I can do what, what I do anywhere from anywhere in the world I love Canada it's my favorite country in the world it's my home but like I was like, well, I, I love LA. I have so many friends here. Every time I come back I feel like it's more and more a place where I'm where I could live. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, let's just do it, you know? And yes, yeah, so but well, yes, new opportunities and just collabing and writing with new people and yeah, well, losing my wallet. And yeah. Being crushed <laughs> by the monster that is the
2: uh, city.
0: <laughs> because you do risk a lot coming here, right? Yeah. Financially. And you lose the safety net that is Canada, even mm-hmm. though I'm sure they'll have you back whenever. But there is some risk. It's
1: terrifying. I'm terrified. Are, are, I mean, I would yeah, be too. I think anybody is when they move here. I, I don't even think it matters how much. I mean, sure, if I had like, you know, 100 million in the bank, it would be a different thing. <laughs> but it's, even still, there would just be a different category of fear because it's like, you know, you're moving yeah. and you're like, you know, you're in the belly of the beast. And I, I but why, why would I not do that?
0: are you prepared from the success that you have had to take this shit on?
1: I think so. Yeah, I mean, I I just trust, like, my ability to write songs and my ability to work hard and, like, it'll take me where it takes me.
0: How do you define the success you've had? Because, like, really, you have great songs and songs that have a bunch of streams. mm -hmm. And, like, really, like, songs that have resonated.
1: Well, that's, like, my my goal as an artist is to be able to play shows and have people come and be like, like, this, I with this music. Like I don't, I don't, I can't quantify it in terms of numbers because I've seen some of the highest streaming artists in the world play shows and like have a weird and like relationship with their fans and their music. And I've seen like a dude play a bar and there's like 15 people there, but like the music that that guy's playing save those people's lives. So like, I don't know. I just try to write what I believe in, have fun and like create true fan relationships.
0: So what do you, what, like, is having a hit record on the list of things yes. that you want to accomplish while you're
1: here? Of course. Yes. Do you
0: think you have it in you? Because <laughs> I, like, I
1: think I have one. Already? Yeah.
0: It already put out? No. Or sitting in a vault somewhere? Sitting in a vault. Ha- what What is different about that song that, compared to like Hang Ups? Or even Pretty. Dude, Pretty's a great
1: record. I don't know. I just, it's something about it is special to me.
0: W- was something special about Hang Ups?
1: Yeah. 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 I think and my my, all the songs I put out, but I there's there's one song specifically that I've just held on to that I'm like, really, like, really believe in. I don't know if it's true. And there's a bunch of other songs that I love, but there's one song in particular that I really like have this feeling about. So that's cool.
0: So who do you share it with? The world and, well, well of course you're going to share it with them eventually yeah right? but I, oh i see <laughs> you, before it goes to the public's ear like know. do you go to somebody go yo motherfucker, this is I,
1: it yeah i mean i sent it to like you know my label and my you know my you know my homies and like that's cool i sent it to some other artists but like yeah i don't know my managers and all that stuff but that's how it works
0: yeah of course but are they like you're crazy or are they like oh maybe no something. i think
1: they, they they really believe in it too which is cool because that usually doesn't happen usually it's like Usually it's like one person convincing the other person. It's like this thing, you know? Uh, it's this dance. And then it's like, oh, do this. And then you do this. And then it's like, okay, now it's great.
0: But now, but none it of just
1: that. Ha- no, it just happened. So anyways, I don't know. Maybe I'm jinxing it. Is there wood I can yeah, knock on? That's Thanks. like,
0: dude, first of all, I love wood. Wood of all kinds. I love it. And <laughs> I knock on it a bunch. So yeah, that's a real that's a real that log. real looks like
1: some fucking wood, dude.
0: Yeah, dude. And I, you know, I got wood everywhere. <laughs> I, I f- love around. it. Yeah, I got real wood. That's a quality piece of wood you just knocked. You're welcome.
1: Thank you. Yeah. I'll come back here every time I say something that will ruin my future. Way
0: too long of a commute. No. <laughs> You're gonna have to get your
1: you gotta
0: <laughs> get wood up for the for the road. So okay. Are you gonna release a song? Do you have a date for yeah, when you wanna I put do. this on? I don't out? wanna
1: say yeah because it's like it's special, but but I do, yeah. It's soon. It's soon.
0: Soon. Like before New Year? Or do you wait <sighs> yeah. until the time's right because like how long have you been singing on it yeah so far
1: uh i wrote it like two, two, two years ago Oh jesus
0: that's yeah. forever ago
1: it's forever bro so you want to do it right you don't want to make sure you
0: want to make yeah. sure the timing's right nobody yeah. else is releasing music
1: but it's also like i'm done with that i just i'm excited to put up music and i don't know if it's that i don't know i'm kind of done with guessing you know so but who knows dude i just love putting i just love writing music and releasing music but yeah <laughs> pretty where does that song come from Honestly, dude, I got on a session, and I was like, I wanted to write a ballad, and my producer, um, Togs, who's awesome, I do so much of my stuff with him, was like, I was watching Survivor last night, and there was this bongo in the background, and so he threw up this, he, like, tried to recreate it, hmm. and, uh, and then we just wrote this song on Zoom, and it was, like, in the throes of COVID, so I was, like, bummed and just, like, you know, bored, and, like, there was nothing exciting happening, it was just, like, waiting for it to end and all this shit, and uh, we just wrote this crazy song, and I loved it. The, the story that
0: you're telling is, it's not unique, but, like, you're, you're definitely drawing out a narrative, right? You are definitely telling something. You're, you're, you're proving in this, something. In, in the, in the song. pretty, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I just, like, what? I think I just wanted to have fun. Like, and, and I was, it was also a thing of, like, saying to my girlfriend, like, I just, like, whatever you got going on, like, I just want to be a part of it. And that's, when I'm the most in love with her, that's how I feel. Mm. Like it's not like I want to – I feel like some people, regardless of their gender, will like flex their love for someone by like creating a divide. They'll be like, I love you, you know, and like uh, "like I'm man going to take you to dinner and it's like we're separate. And it, I, I feel okay. like when I love my girlfriend, I'm like I want to like merge with you. Like if I could – we could download each other onto one hard drive.
0: Oh, God. That's all I want. <laughs> All I want to is merge with merge. anybody. He's down to merge with me.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> really. I get that though. I understand that.
1: Yeah, because it is true. Like, but it's a weird uh, song because of that. I like.
0: Well, because I also feel like you're calling out like social norms and stuff in there. Like, it seems yes. that, there's like there's more depth to definitely to it than that. We
1: were playing with gender. It was not like it's it's not a it's definitely like a a thing that I'm doing in that song. So and I would admit that. And I think like that's what's what made it so fun for me. Because it's not something I usually would do, um, but, it, but it just happened, and then I was like, "Awesome!" You know. So you're
0: talking to your girlfriend about uh, explain that to me one more time, so I can really understand it. A divide between like one person saying "I love you" to the other person that is like a power dynamic, right? Who says it first, yeah, whatever. But I guess, yeah. But you're saying you're so in love with them that you just want to be wherever they are
1: and like be, uh, do whatever yeah. they do. Yeah, yeah, but, but also like I want to like be like them, like like okay, me and my girlfriend share clothes. Interesting, like a lot.
0: Whereas, for circling back to the top, you are clearly yeah a, a, the size to fit in her clothing. Yes, yes, sick.
1: Um, and like I've always really loved that. Like, it, it not not because it's like I'm, um, it it's like a commentary on gender or anything like that. It's honestly just because like it makes I just feel like it, we 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 like sometimes I feel like we're like one person. I know that, and to anyone who does, she not feel love, the
0: same way. I
1: fucking hope so. <laughs> Have you talked to her about this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and she really liked the song too. That was what kind of pushed me to release it. Like, you know, I just moved to LA. So I was like in between, like I'm in between records and like I'm moving and like shit's crazy. And I was like, this song is so weird and it's so fun. And like, I don't know what's going to happen with it, but I, I I just felt like I had to put it out. And she kept saying, just, but it's so good. I love it. Put it out. So that also felt good.
0: Does she live in LA with you?
1: She's coming with the dog and the cat.
0: Oh wow! Where does yeah. she live in America?
1: No, she she lives in. We live in Toronto together. Oh, I'm going back on the night. I don't know what day yet, but I'm going back. I'm going to grab her, the dog and the cat, and we're all going to fly back together.
0: Wow! But she's American.
1: Yes, she was born in Boston.
0: God, is she? She's a masshole. She's she's perfect.
1: <laughs> How do you meet her? She's like my angel. She is my protector. I need her or else I'm in Beverly Hills. <laughs> I'm gone, bro. I'm buying a $50,000 freaking char- phone charger from the, from the most expensive gas station in all of America. Do
0: you meet her in America or do you meet her in no, Canada? No,
1: I, I met her at my first show. Oh, my God. In Ke- Toronto, Canada.
0: What a move.
1: Yeah, I played this show. My mom and dad were there. She came with my friends and um, I thought she was like a weird nerdy... Well, I don't know. I just, she was just like some girl that was there. And then, like, I remember that night we all hung out and I was like, what? Who is this? Like, something about her was so special. And ever since then, I just, like, I think about her every day.
2: Wow. Yeah.
0: Just once a day? No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like 10 seconds. Yeah. Give her 10 seconds in the morning. Move on. <laughs> That's how it works. So, yeah. Fascinating. <laughs> I'm going to sit back in the chair. I'm stressing yeah. out. That Wallace story got me all shaken up, bro. I didn't know you just fucking moved. here. Just moved here. I had no I'm on the exact same show. There's a cat pillow.
0: It's an iconic cat pillow. It's,
1: uh, my, I know it is. Yeah,
0: you're on a you're on a pretty cool couch. You know, it's no it's no couch that would exist in Canada, but like, it's here in LA. It's
1: really cool. A very sad had some pretty cool people on this couch.
0: Yeah, I guess. But you are cool too. No, I know. Um, very just, cool.
1: It's cool. It's, it's
0: it's cool. Do you have a hard time remembering that you're cool?
1: Oh, my God. What do you mean remembering? You forget? Are you not? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I have a hard time re- Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's a good question, though. Do you?
0: I don't... I mean, that's like a stretch. I, to call me cool is like... That's like saying somebody who's an adult and wears diapers is fucking hip as shit. I, I'm not... I think you're pretty cool. Thanks. I, you know, I'm not... You know, I'm not cool. I think that's a... I think it's different. You are a musician. You create something from nothing. That is amazing.
1: The the fact that you can as do that's good.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but you have great records under your belt.
1: Yeah, dude, Sweet Tooth is so good. Thanks, man. Really? I, that was a trip. That that song took off on TikTok for however much it did. But I was like, it was just an album track, and then people, some like guy, made an anime video to it, and all these anime fans started like listening to Sweet Tooth. It was really weird. Changes everything. Crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, when you Is that validation
0: to you? Do you need those moments to keep going and making your way to the next? Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. I mean, I
1: don't know. I guess in some way. Like, I'd be lying if I said the way I felt about myself would be different if I had zero streams to, you know, 100 million. I'm sure it it changes, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not validation for me to make art. Like, I'll always do that, whatever I do. Like if I if I got a job at wherever tomorrow cuz I couldn't sustain being an artist anymore, I would still make music. I would never stop doing that.
0: But is that a fear that you you could reach a point where you can't sustain no. it? You never get afraid of it?
1: Yeah, I do. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't everybody? Yeah, I
0: do. And I'm not even an artist.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah,
0: like yeah. that freaks me out. Like I'm sweating totally. just thinking about it.
1: Like every time I'm every time I wake up. No, not when I wake up. But when I'm out somewhere or like when I'm doing something, I'm like I'm like wow, like I could I could be doing that next year. I could be I could be anywhere. Like I don't know. That's what's so crazy about art is that it's so uncertain. So do you create every day? Every day, yeah, in some way.
0: would you like? Do you write a song a week? What's your schedule? How do you plan it out, or do you just like when it happens, it happens?
1: Uh, I mean, I think it's a. I think you have to if you if you call yourself a songwriter, you have to write into some schedule. So I try to write, yeah, at least one. Or at least pieces of things, um, you know, by the end of a week. Like, I'll try to have at least, like, a hook, a really dope title, some lyrics, you know. Like, I, I can't not be writing. That's that's bad news for me.
0: Have you ever thought about, like, selling songs to other artists?
1: Yeah. Yes. I've definitely, like, I definitely want to do more sessions. I definitely want to, like, write, write more in whatever capacity. Because I spend so much time writing anyways. I might as well, you know, do it in a room. Yeah. So...
0: Is that hard to even wrap your mind around, this idea of doing something for somebody else that's not you?
1: No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Because I, I just love music, man. Like, I'm, I'm obsessed with music. Like, and I just, I ever since I picked up a guitar, I just, like, can't stop thinking about music. And it's, like, a compulsion. And I don't think that, I think it would be nice, actually, to, like, take a load off of my own self Inward-facing shit and just like write songs for, for other people would be so fun.
0: Takes the pressure off. Yeah. Hey, do you feel pressure when you put something out that it has to perform?
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: How do you, do? You, how do you park that when it's time to make something new?
1: I just wake up and just <laughs> bury all that. I don't know. I mean, what do what do you mean? Like how how do I write a song? If my last song didn't. Yeah,
0: like, do you, does that not create pressure or, like, some sort of paranoia? So much pressure. That, like, maybe I did something wrong with this record. How do I fix it for this one? Does that make sense?
1: Yes, definitely. But I just, all I have to do is ask myself, like, what emotion am I, do I want to convey today? And that's it. Like, that's all that matters. Because, also, and also, it's nice that I've had some success. Like, yeah. if I had never had any success, then, like, I don't know. That would be, I don't know how I would deal with that. I'd still make music, but I just would probably like be making different, something different. But because I've had success, I know, and I, and is in some capacity. And I know like when I, when I really hone down and just like speak from the heart and just be real, um, it's, it's worked before. So that's nice.
0: So honesty,
1: honesty is super important to me. Yeah.
0: As long as you're honest and you're doing your job, right.
1: 100%. That's cool.
0: Because the truth is like there's no one sonic path to success.
1: And also your your song could be a hit in 5 years. Like I don't who knows, man.
0: It's true. That's why I really want to hear the song that you've been sitting on for two years. I'm so
1: excited for you to hear it. Please. I'm so excited for you to hear it.
0: You know, I really find that a lot of those songs are the ones that hit. And if they're hitting the same way today that they did two years ago and you made it, that's a real surefire sign that it could be timeless.
1: I think that's also the case for, like, every time I've ever, like, really felt that way about a song. I mean, this song is the most I've ever felt that way about it, but I felt this sort of way about songs that have worked really well for me in the past. And the other test for me is, like, if I can sit down and play that thing on a guitar, mm. and it like makes me feel the same way that it does when I hear it on the record, or I just, you know, the same like excitement. Yeah. Then I'm like, that's so exciting to I, me.
0: I cannot tell you how many people who have sat in that exact spot in the last couple of weeks that we've had that conversation with Mel C., Phineas, maybe have been the last guy of like one of the true tests of a song's emotional credibility or just overall credibility is being able to strip it of all production mm-hmm. and play it solely on a guitar or a piano. Absolutely. Does it hold up? If the answer is yes?
1: Totally. You
0: you got checks coming your way. But if it doesn't then you
1: it's, gotta it's, rethink it. it's weird. Like if it doesn't it's like it's it's less certain. I think some songs still can work in that way but they're like they're like nifty. They're weird ones because it's like like I, I can't think of an example, but there's songs out there that are like, I don't know, if someone played that on an acoustic guitar, it would be like a of weird course. moment, but it worked for that. But it, it seems like those songs have like a thing to them. They're totally. like for certain places and certain times. And uh, who knows? I don't know.
0: For certain places and certain times.
1: But like, man, I don't know, like, filling a moment. Every Adele song is, like, oh. for every time and every moment, <laughs> so I don't know.
0: And is, yeah. is that the goal, when you create music, to create something that could work no matter what's going on? I don't know, because,
1: I don't know, like, a song like Pretty, I don't think that's for any moment or any time, like, that's a specific song, and it has, like, a, a very, like, proprietary vibe, mm. where, like, I feel like a song, like, I wrote a song called Machine, like, that song I feel like I could play for you right now, and it probably wouldn't, it would probably would do the same thing for you that it would, you know...
0: But pretty, you he heard it.
1: I don't know. May- maybe I don't know.
0: You're gonna play here today. What were you planning on playing?
1: I was gonna play Machine. I cool. felt like playing Machine. I don't know why. Do it. What about? I just like I have a new single out. If you want to go listen to it, please do. That is pretty. That is pretty. And I'd love you to hear it. <laughs> and and if anyone's watching, it's a fucking awesome song, and I'm so proud of it. But well, I've never been on this show and. I felt like, I don't know, on you my way do machine? here, I was like, let's do Machine. I feel like doing Machine.
0: Sick. By the way, link in the description below if you want to listen to Pretty. I love Wait No More, too. That's a great Ooh, record. Oh, yeah, we
1: could do that. Let's do Machine, though. We have a whole thing we arranged.
0: Oh, yeah. It. I mean, by the way, you have creative freedom here. This is a judgment-free zone, if Thank you couldn't you. tell. Um, I'm
1: glad you said that, though, because I, I really liked Wait I really was really proud of Wait No More. Great right? I really, really was proud of that zone.
0: Where does that come from?
1: Um... I, that's a phrase that I always sung. Like, I ever since I started writing songs, I would always sing this phrase, I don't want to wait no more. And it was, I think it was about a larger thing in my life of, like, I don't want to wait, like, around for things to happen. Like, I, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do it. It was, like, this weird subconscious, like, mantra. Mm. And then I got into a session with um, Simon Wilcox and Toggs, and we were, I was like, I keep singing this thing, and it's fucking driving me <laughs> crazy. Like, I need to write it so that it, like, goes away. And uh this really beautiful song came out about just like yeah, like not not letting life pass you by. Well so
0: wait no more, that is great it's a great mantra, but it's also true. Does it apply to your music career? Like A hundred percent. Did you just go out and do as opposed to waiting for something to come to yeah. you? Yeah.
1: And it's also like I feel like every Canadian every artist anywhere is always like you know, this next thing's gonna be the thing, or like this, uh, this next moment is the moment. It's like the, ah, everything's aiming towards some like salvation, yeah. whether that's money or fame or your next hit or that next song you write. And it's like, that's a form of waiting to me. That's a form of living in the future. And like, I don't want to live like that's such a shitty way to live, man. It's painful and it's so unfair So what to is, yourself.
0: what is the right way to go about it? Go after it as opposed to waiting? What, what is it?
1: It's a weird middle ground, I think, where you like set goals and you know like that's where I want to be in, in, in a year. And these are the things I'm going to do to get it. But in my every day, I try to enjoy the process of, 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 the, of that it. road, you yeah. know. So it's like if I'm playing in a Baltimore and there's five people there, it's like sick. That's where I am that night instead of being like, oh, there should be more. Or, ah, this should be like this. Like, that sucks. Because what are you gonna, what is that gonna do? That's just gonna make you hurt. Or maybe it'll make you spark some new, you know, go fuck this, I'm gonna do this other thing. But that's still happening in the moment. I don't know. That's how, at least how I look at it. No, I like that.
0: Because the truth is, like, giving yourself to the present allows you to be better equipped for the future. And just because that's where you're at today doesn't mean it's gonna
1: be where you're at tomorrow. Definitely. But like, uh, I have a hard time with that. What? And I think it's like I have ADHD, so it's like, it's like I'll just be like the future, the past, the present, the future, the past. So I'll be like, you know, dude, sit down, shut the fuck up, sit down, write a list. This is the stuff you gotta do, and then like enjoy it. Like eat an orange. Like it's okay. Everything's gonna be fine.
0: Oh gosh, I hope you keep that mindset now that you're here in LA.
1: I will. I will definitely. I hope
0: you're not eaten up by the beast and then shit out. I'll be fine. <laughs> you make your I way to the mom. intestines.
1: She, I'll call my mom.
0: That's that's important, though. Yeah, right. That's a safety net you need for sure. Way more important and than Callum.
1: You. I got my best friend here, my girlfriend, God. and my cute ass dog. It's gonna be cool. You are set up for success. I am stoked. Like, what more do you need? Nothing. You are right. Actually. I mean, maybe we're a therapist, but yeah, like we're good. You know,
0: what? <laughs> that would actually. I mean, therapy's good, healthy. Yeah, you you don't go. I got
1: my things. I got my things, but yeah, I I I have like. I have support groups and like yeah I mean, it's important for me to stay connected and just like keep 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 in contact with those friends that like actually ask you how you're doing yeah you know like there's people that will be like how are you and then there's people that will be like how are you really how what's up because uh. you look f-ing stressed out you know so
0: are your support groups friends or are they actual support groups
1: i'm in like i'm in narcotics anonymous which is dope oh wow which is awesome Love that.
0: Are, are you sober? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I had no idea. Yeah. How, how many years have you uh, sober? I got sober months, during 100? the pandemic. Congratulations. Yeah, man. Wow, Mazel tov. That is a Thanks, huge dude. fucking deal.
1: Yeah, it was, like, really important for me and, like, a huge step for me to, like, just, yeah, just focus wow. and give myself some love, so.
0: G- give yourself some love? Does, it has to change your outlook on every day. Definitely. It changed
1: my whole life,
0: yeah. Does it change the way you make music?
1: A hundred percent. How so? Because it's not for me. Like it, it can't be, it can't, you know, cause that's the way it's the steps work. Got Step it. one is you got, you got to give yourself up to something better than you, you know, something bigger and better. And it's like, if I'm writing a song for myself, what a shitty thing, you know, not, not, and not, I love not, that though. not for- that I don't think that I did that in the past. Like there are songs that I wrote that when I, I felt like I, it was, wasn't for me, it was like for like a, a better thing, a bigger thing, but I just focus on that more now and like really make sure that that's the case.
0: It's a, it's a clear understanding that, yeah, you do something for a bigger entity, a bigger mm-hmm. energy, for the yeah, greater good.
1: For sure. But at the same time, it does help you. Helps me so much, man. It helps you sort through? I've never actually I'll never been open about that. Like, I, I never found a reason to be, but no one's ever asked me. Right. So, but that's the first time I've ever actually said that in public.
0: Well, I appreciate you being honest and sharing yeah. because I, I... There's a lot of people out there that are going through very similar situations. I,
1: I think so, and I'm like... I, I you, you meet them along the way it's cool that's a cool thing about the program you know it's like you meet people and and you're like what's up you, know, like, you just know and it's like a thing and it's cool so Dude, yeah man
0: it bonds people I mean my dad is 30 years sober so oh, amazing yeah it's uh, I've seen it firsthand I've I, I from many different directions with yeah many different friends and I've gone to groups with my friends and uh, it is it's one a remarkable program but two at the same time uh choosing to get sober is a, an incredibly hard decision.
1: Yeah, it was tough, man.
0: And and what follows is even harder than taking the first step.
1: Yeah, it it is, but it's like yeah, it's definitely harder. But,
0: but the first step I is mean, still
1: fucking hard. Fucking yourself up is easy. Yeah. Like getting real about where you're at and then like actually taking the steps to improve your life. That's what I when I first went in, I was like, "Yo, like why isn't the whole world doing this?" Mm. Because it's like it's like you, it does, you don't even need a. I I mean, it's because it doesn't get that bad for most people. But like the process of like just taking inventory, like just being like, you know, he, making a gratitude list. Like I never did that shit, man. And like just someone being like, hey, man, just like think about what you're grateful for. Let's all sit in a circle and share about how we feel. Dude, Like, why are we not all doing that? To me, it's crazy.
0: It changes you deeper than just fighting an addiction.
1: For sure. For sure it's way more than that although i don't want to sound like a if anyone's out there that's like debating it it's not a cult i promise it's really awesome no
0: no. (laughs) by the way i think it takes you it takes you down to your roots and to your studs and you really understand what yeah like you said like what life really is about and taking inventory is so important because god fucking living every day you get cluttered and cluttered and cluttered to a point where you just you get lost in it you do so in order to understand what's important how to prioritize it starts with taking inventory
1: it's like so important man i mean i was kind of doing it before but it was always it was it was it was it was clouded because i didn't i hadn't i hadn't admitted to myself yet that like this is where i was you know so i was writing from like a it wasn't it wasn't really i don't feel like before i came in i was like really accessing like what was up but then i came in and i was like oh shit okay you know, it's just diff- it's a different kind of inventory, but yeah, I mean, to anyone, anyone should should just think about what what's what's what they're grateful for. Like that's such a simple thing that you can do.
0: Can I ask, like, what what wh- was there a turning point that got you into the program? Like that that, that was like a, a realization where it's like I I gotta fix this.
1: Honestly, man, I was I was sitting at home alone. Like my girlfriend went away for a weekend. I was sitting ho- at home alone, and I was like just in a really bad place, and I just like. I just saw it. I, I can't explain it, but I just saw it. Like I saw myself and I saw what I was doing and I saw how it was affecting everything. Like this moment of clarity, like it just happened. I was like, oh, fuck, this is so unmanageable. And then I just um, thank God for the pandemic because I just logged into a Zoom meeting. Wow. And I was fucked up, man. And I logged into a Zoom meeting and I kept my camera off and I just listened for, for an hour. And I was like, these people are crazy. What is this book and this fucking these key tags? Like, what is this? And then at the end of the meeting, I was like, whoa, okay. I'll go back tomorrow. We'll see tomorrow. And then I just kept going. <laughs> like I just I was like, this is amazing. When like did, something about this is special.
0: When did you turn on your camera?
1: Like after three days. <laughs> three. Man, I've never shaken like that in my life. Like I played in front of fifty thousand people in Barcelona. I turning my Zoom camera on at a 12-step meeting is the most scared I've ever been.
0: I get it. It's another level of vulnerability. Yeah. I Pretty cool, though. God, you how strong are you after that?
1: I don't know. I hope my girlfriend's calling me.
0: Oh, you want to answer? No, no, it's okay. You sure? Yeah. I mean, she matters more than I do. She, she, you can answer. I could answer.
1: One second. Go ahead. Hey, babe, I'm on a radio show and you're on speakerphone. <laughs> don't say anything bad. Okay. Okay, no I pressure. love you. Can I call you back after? Where are you? I'm, like, on the Zach Sang show. Hello. He said hello. Hello. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye, (laughs) babe. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This is the the wildest interview of my life. Yeah, welcome. Crazy. This is kind of what we do here. I fucking laid it all on the line. (laughs) No, I really appreciate
0: that honesty, dude, because I... I spent a lot of time listening to your music and i have reached out to you a couple times like i really am like a huge fucking fan so that
1: means so much and i yeah well, i just snuck on your your lot your instagram live uh, that's how we that's how this happened
0: it is true well you were in town like maybe pre-pandemic no, or something like that and i wanted to get you on the show then mm-hmm. i think like maybe hang-ups era or something yeah. and then obviously life happens yeah but i'm just yeah, very happy and, and also like I wanted to understand you, like, mm-hmm. get to know you, because my thought is, like, this tiny Canadian dude with all these tattoos who wears <laughs> a skirt sometimes It's like, pretty fucking baller to me. <laughs> Thanks, man. It's, like, very different. Yeah. Like, in, in the best possible way. Thanks. And understanding, God, what you've been going through is... Thank you for sharing. They, no, you're never you. alone, I, I, which I'm I, sure you realize. I think the
1: reason why I never talked about it that openly was because, like, I, not, I don't, I don't really want sympathy. That's kind of weird. I get it. And I also, I also didn't want to, like, I don't know. I, I didn't want to, like, feel like I was using that to, like, I don't know. It felt weird. Yeah, it's but not a
0: part of your identity. No,
1: I don't want it to be like, oh, that's the, that's just. It's a huge part of my life. But it's like, you know, I, I'm a little Canadian guy who wears a skirt sometimes too so
0: <laughs> no it, <I> don't. <laughs> it's a party it's a huge part of your life but it's not who you are and i totally. think that's the the, the biggest message yeah. here is like yes the first step is so fucking hard and every step that follows is going to be hard but the reward is boundless and the, the sobriety offers opportunity and offers you a mo a, a collection of moments to reestablish not only who you are but what everybody in your life means to you yeah. and i'm saying this as somebody who Battles addiction in my own way, but also I grew up with an alcoholic father who Mm -hmm. had the worst tendencies one could even imagine. Yeah. You know, and I will spare you the details, but I know what sobriety means. Yeah. And the journey is fucking hard, but the reward that you get out of a a clear mind and a reestablished slate of life is really, really fucking remarkable and worth it,
1: right? And, And just to know, like every time I go to a meeting, I'm just like, there was like a hundred people here that I could call, yeah. and that would like give me seriously true love. Like not just like it's no, there's no bullshit, dude. It's it's the real deal love stuff. And like, if I called my sponsor right now and I was like, they "Yo, answer. dude, I'm I need your help," he would be like, "I got you, dude."
0: And by the way, that's like a for life thing. It's insane, man. It's it's like it brings me to tears almost. Yeah, like it is amazing. a remarkable network of support. And people who understand. And the truth is, you're never alone. So, gosh, like, if you've been thinking about taking that step, like, do it, do it, do it. Definitely.
1: Or just ask someone who has what it's like. Because that that was what, honestly, I think ultimately led me to the program was... I have a really close friend who's in the program and I was always like watching from afar. Mm. So when I was at my moment of breaking, I was like, it, it was a, it was an option. I was like, wait, what? There's that thing. There's that light there. Like, what is that? Let's go see because I can't do this anymore. So just like ask questions and take a look at what your options are.
0: Beautiful. Well, really, really beautiful and very special. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question. Is there a song that you've put out that... Today captures where you're at in life.
2: Good
1: question. I'd say wait no more. Yeah, okay. I'd say that. Oh, that and machine.
0: I mean, or, you took a big risk coming here. Yeah,
1: like just um, yeah. Also now, because now you got me all thinking about all this stuff. Like I had a, the, one of the when I put that song out. You know, uh, I was in a meeting actually, and some guy came up to me and he's like, "I heard your song, and it like really <sighs> helps me." Whoa. So just to think of that too is really cool. Uh, but um, that
0: gives me goosebumps.
1: Yeah, like that was cool. That was like, I don't fucking need this song to do anything else now. Like that, that dude that I that I really liked him too. He was like a guy I was rooting for, you know. But
0: doesn't that reestablish the fact that you're doing it for something so much bigger than you?
1: A hundred percent, dude. Like that's my higher power. Yeah, that moment or whatever. but yeah it's
0: crazy (laughs) that's to bring it back it's really special
1: and wait no more too just because yeah i just like hauled ass with my best friend through america and like we climbed a fucking mountain together and it's like like an actual mountain yeah dude. we climbed zion you know zion national park i've heard of it okay i'm gonna post this on instagram actually after this whenever you put this interview up i'll put the because i have yet to put the video up on my instagram but we climbed this mountain and we did this hike called angels landing And you're literally walking like a thousand feet in the air on a, on a, like a cliff that winds like this. I hate it. It was, dude, it was, it was a dumb thing to do, but but I did it in these too (laughs) because I forgot my hiking (laughs) boots and Callum was behind me and he said the whole time he was legit. Like, like he was like this, like just waiting for me to fall. So
0: you do it just the two of you? Yeah. Do you do it to like, what are you looking for?
1: What do you mean to do that? <laughs> yeah, like you're, you're clearly okay. looking for something. Well, I was. I started off like, let's go to Zion. It looks amazing. Then we got to Zion. Then we were like, what hike are we going to do? And then we looked at the hikes, and that was an option. And we looked at each other, and we were like, well, we have to do that because like, what are we going to not like? It's a possibility to like. When you see these photos and these, excuse me, these videos, you will like, you'll see why we did it. Okay, I'm looking it, forward it's to this. Unbelievable! Like, it, like
0: you walking on a cloud. Like what? What am I? going to Legit, expect? dude.
1: Like, it's like you're, uh, like you're like an explorer of the new world. And Mm. I mean, fuck those people, but you're an explorer of the new world (laughs) and you're literally like, like you just found Machu Picchu.
0: Sick. It's insane, dude. Do you learn anything about yourself?
1: Um, that I'm an idiot. Got it. That I'm an idiot. That's a healthy revelation. That I need to prep and wear better (laughs) shoes. (laughs) (laughs) And that my friends are really cool too. That's sick. That's sick.
0: Yeah, he was down to risk his life doing yeah. a stupid fucking hike with you.
1: I mean, we got it. What well, we got like two thirds of the way through, and we looked at each other, and we were like. <laughs> <laughs> but then I don't know. You see the people coming through, and they're all like, "The say had the same fear," and then you realize like two people died that year, and you just bury that somewhere inside yourself. Oh, God, that's a risk
0: that I would never take. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm like big on calculated risks, you know. Yeah. and I, I would do the calculations on that, and I'd go.
1: I well, I'm an addict, die. dude, so, like, get me that mountain. Let's
0: go! <laughs> Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> I mean, have you figured, like, have you filled that, because there is a void within you still that exists, right? And I, again, I, I see this from my dad. Like, my mm-hmm. dad obsessively drinks Diet Coke. He'll go oh, through
1: dude, don't even get me the most Diet Coke in a day. I have a problem. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm acting out on sugar. That's, like, my thing so right now. is that how you I bought a thing of sweethearts when we are on the <laughs> road. I like I if I like I would eat it I would eat it at any point I need the fucking sweet (laughs) tarts I knew I was at rock bottom when I like saw sweet tart and it was like in the in the seat and i ate that sweet tart oh. and then i was like nope it's yeah, over yeah, but candy is, that, is done i can't do is it.
0: that rock bottom or i mean that's a healthier oh, form oh, of addiction of,
1: of, i mean of the sugar okay, like got it, it. yeah of the sugar i was gonna say no, no i'd no, rather no, no, you no. do no. sweet tarts <laughs> than anything else no i'm just saying of the <laughs> sugar i was like okay eating like the the stray sweet tart maybe that's like i was like I fucking need it. okay you suck on it real slow <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're gonna
0: perform which is very yes. uh, special and very rare we, mm-hmm. you know you, you offered to do that and i was like yeah duh you're one of my favorite artists so i would love to watch you perform i would love to hand you over the studio to do so look at you you, you look so sprightly you look so bright and good. vibrant
1: yeah yeah i feel like i have either. no wallet man i like i'm sun-kissed <laughs> our new house is awesome
0: <laughs> you're sun-kissed you have no attachment to the man
1: no. I'm, like, I'm just out here, dude. Yeah, like you have
0: no way around, dude.
1: I write checks with my soul, bro. I don't <laughs> need no wallet,
0: bro. am <laughs> just picturing like a pen just coming out of your the <laughs> center of your chest. Check it. Got it. That's cool. What, what bank account does that come from?
1: <laughs>
0: when it comes from your soul, from the, God, from above. God,
1: from God, Big Daddy upstairs. <laughs> Big Daddy.
0: Do you have a, what is that, on your, do you have a tattoo on your yes, Adam's I apple? Yes, I just did that. Well, that's, again, that's really something. It says that's, new. That's awesome.
1: And you know what, it's from one of my favorite artists, his name is Rustin Kelly, mm-hmm. and he has a lyric um, in one of his songs on his new album, and it was, um, um, take the shape of something new. And it's like just about, like, you know, it's about addiction, but it's also just about, like, life and, you know, coming into your newness and... Uh, uh, growing out of the old and just, I just like was listening to it one day and I called my friend Katie and I was like, "Come over and tap my neck." And
0: that's what we did. <laughs> by the way, more than tap your neck, tap my Adam's apple, yeah. which is one of the most delicate Fucking parts hurt. of. Don't
1: do it. The human it was neck. a stick and poke too. it was dumb.
0: That- <laughs> How many tattoos do you have? They're amazing, by the way.
1: Thanks. I don't know.
0: Wow, those are sick.
1: God. Thanks. Yeah, I don't know. It's I need to get more. I gotta finish really? this sleeve. I feel like this is unfinished and sick. I've left it unfinished, but. I don't know. I keep going. I'm doing tattoos now too. So if you live in LA, stick and poke. Really? Yeah.
0: Like, are you really fun? Like good tattoos? Yeah, they're pretty good. Fuck around tattoos.
1: No, they're like, I they're pretty good. I I don't want to judge you. I'm
0: sorry for like the intense judgment there. No. I want to know why.
1: Some dude, you don't. This is the first time we've met, and I'm like, oh, let me give you a jail tattoo. That's a reasonable question to be like, are they fucking good? Uh, but I'll show you after. Show me your work. Yeah, yeah. I'll show you after.
0: That. I am obsessed with people who have tattoos. Like it's 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 like gross. Like it's become a god, god. And I have none. I think there's something that I love about somebody taking that risk to ink their life. Right, because you've never forever. done it. Yeah,
1: yeah, I get that. God, I find it. So I find odd. it's funny because I when I see someone without tattoos, and I'm like, you're like special. Wow. Like that takes balls to not do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> or it takes some other form of mental he- health illness yeah. type deal. Well,
1: and we're off. Broken. Y- y- man. Yeah,
0: we are. We are. And we, we, we choose to cope in our own ways. Yeah. And I know, like, you know, my sister goes through a bunch of stuff, has a bunch of tattoos everywhere. And she does it when she wants to, like, she rather, instead of self harming herself, yeah. she'll go get a tattoo. Smart.
1: Really cool. Yeah. I mean, yes. Tattoo, self harm. Definitely a better option. I vote tattoo. Yeah. 10 out of 10. My, honestly, my, 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 re- like, my, the reason why I get tattoos is because it for me it marks like uh chapters for me. Mm. Like like that's where that next part is. It's like after I got that tattoo or like that tattoo represents this and it doesn't even need to be is like Is it the period meaningful. you need? I think so. I I really thrive on that shit like the end of something, the beginning of something new. <laughs> like that's how my brain is all the time. Got it. So I like that. It, it gets me off for some reason like to be like, "Oh, like, okay, hey, I got this one." I saw both oceans so i got a boat and it's like okay bro whatever but for me that's like i remember now i really remember that time that space that feeling where i was at it keeps catches. me grounded i love that yeah. do you have like tattoos like do you have big ones um under those overalls or what do I have just your arms one? my arms yeah my arms. these are like so cool. these are my biggest tattoos Fuck. these ones um yeah, I, I tattooed Calm's ass, which was fun. That's personal. That's that was nice. awesome. Brings you closer. I tattooed yeah. Hellmania on his ass. So do you only do words? Or I only do style. asses. Okay, <laughs> and I only do edits of my name, Hellmania, Hellmanation. Wow, Hellman's man. That's that's and a, only on people's buttocks.
0: Weirdly selfish, but I'm here
1: for it, dude. It's what it's what I do. No, I, I do I do all whatever you want, man. You want a fucking dragon? I'll draw you a dragon. It'll be a bad dragon, but I try. Okay,
0: I'm okay then. (laughs) But I've been planning one tattoo, one tattoo. Okay, I'm gonna get the state of New Jersey. That's cool. The outline of it, but it's going to be a slice of pizza.
1: I love that, man. Do you even know what New Jersey looks like? I've been to New Jersey. Okay, you know, yeah, but like, do you know what the outline looks like? Yeah bullshit. I, I, like, I wouldn't be able to drive you, but if I saw it on a map, I'd be like, I'm pretty sure that's New Jersey.
0: Okay. You're just saying this to make me feel good, but I'll take it.
1: I love music from New Jersey.
0: Yeah, like who? Bruce. The Boss. Bleachers. Bon Jovi.
1: Bleachers. Okay. I really like Bleachers. Uh, My
0: Chemical Romance.
1: My Chemical Romance. I didn't know they were from Jersey. Fountains
0: of Wayne. Stacy's mom oh. has got oh, it going really? on. She's all I want and, and I waited so long. long. Stacey, can't you see that you're just not the girl for me? Um, but yeah, they're from New Jersey. Don't stop!
1: Don't
0: stop! Watch what you ask for, okay? <laughs> Yeah, they do create good music in New Jersey, for the most part. I mean, come on, Bruce Springsteen. I think Icon. it's the
1: same. The reason why I like music from New Jersey is why I love music from Canada, because it's like you guys are like almost New York, mm. and we're like almost America, <laughs> but not. Nah. Like, but not. Nah, but it's like we're trying to break <laughs> out of the big city. Yeah,
0: we're trying to make ourselves known yeah. to the to, to the big personalities around us. Hold yeah. our own. Yeah, man. It is. It is like a little bit of a competition there. I but it's also what that.
1: makes it special. Like no yeah. no one. No, I don't think any other city could have produced Bruce Springsteen.
0: Truth. And I mean, God, the boss. Oh my God! Uh, uh,
1: uh, uh. I could cry thinking about his songs.
0: Clarence, greatest saxophonist to ever. Rest in peace. Forever. And now it's like his like his nephew or somebody. He's passed the saxophone down. Wow. And his, yeah, he keeps in the family, and he's a part of the E Street Band.
1: Crazy. They're pretty sick. Uh, anyway, should sure you want to hear us play? Yeah, right now. All right. Yeah, it sounds great. Sounds great. Awesome. Cool. Okay, cool. All right. This song is called Machine, and this is Callum, and I'm Scott.
2: Your heart is more than a machine Pumping blood through your body Doing things you've never seen And their words, they come like arrows when they fly With mechanical precision, they can cut you up inside But you're more than bolts Like this city is more than steel and stone Soon your heart is gonna overflow. They push you back down, you get up again. Circuits freeze and androids never dream, and you're more than a machine. And touch screens Fingertips And pretty lights We go through the scanner Sideways See you on the other side In your flesh All your skin and all your bones Carry all our generations Where the future still unknown Cause you're more than poles Like this city is more than steel and stone I your heart is gonna overflow They push you back down, you get up again Circuits freezing, and androids never dream Yeah, you're more than all machines This city is more than steel and stone Soon your heart is gonna overflow They push you back down, you get up again Circuits freeze and androids never dream Yeah, you're more
0: Yo, that was baller. Thanks, dude. Also, your face when you're playing is really something. Thanks. You get yeah. into this groove where you weird. almost frown, <laughs> and then yeah, you're it's like, like a, "Yeah, it's I know, nice." I see
1: myself do that, and I'm like, smile, buddy." No, I like it. A little possessed. I like it a lot. <laughs> a little possessed. Yeah, but, yeah. my head starts spinning. No, yeah. It's
0: very artsy. Thanks, dude. I'm from Canada. God, that was really or artsy. F- phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. When I think Thanks. of Canada, I think artsy. But I think nice. I think maple syrup. I yeah. think uh, Mount, Mounties, what are they called?
1: Mounties, yeah, Royal Royal Police, yeah. Yeah. Maple syrup is actually a weird one because uh, there's, like, gangs in Canada, maple syrup gangs.
0: Yeah, because it, you— it's a huge economy. Huge because yeah. it's all about uh, transporting, yeah. yes?
1: crazy, like, Quebec maple syrup gangs. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they're hardcore That'd be a sick—I feel like that's, like, the next Ozark, you know, like— oh. They do like a you're in Canadian. LA now. You better get on that. I'm writing show. it, bro. I'm going home. I'm writing it, dude. <laughs> that, I'm well, producers hitting them up next week. <laughs> no, 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 tomorrow. It's that we gotta tomorrow. move really. Literally good in good. five minutes. You need to get
0: your laptop and get to a coffee shop yesterday. God, NBC, bud, love Canada. <laughs> good, good things all around. Will you play another song for us? Sure. That was yeah, really good. Now it. I want you to do yeah more.
1: Should we do pretty? Let's do pretty. Wait, do, you're I gonna do pretty? Could, could, yeah. or we could, yeah. What the? Are you really like I can't do pretty? But well, I want like, if we have one song. Or we could
0: do way no
2: more. You can get us. What what do you need? You can have as many songs as you want. I'm not trying to be a supermodel. I'm not trying to get a million follows. I don't need to be the diamond in the room. I'll leave that to you. Want to spin you like a laundromat dude. I could be a cheerleader for you. I just want to get a little bit of your sexier to rub off on me. Cause I've been feeling like an ugly duck. Kinda clumsy like a pickup truck. Yeah, but you got what I need. So, come over here and kiss me. Get some gloss on my lips. The way you tell me I'm cutest. Boosting my confidence. All the filthy things you say. Got me blushing a bit. Feel so pretty, and I just wanna look pretty like you do. Turn the heads when you're walking on the street, like you do when you're waking up next to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Firefly in a blue glass bottle, whipped cream coming out the nozzle. There's an elegance at the root of everything you do, yeah. A racing car car caught in rush-out traffic Need a bag of paper or plastic I hope it looks as good on me as it does on you Yeah, yeah, cause I've been feeling like an ugly duck Kinda clumsy like a pickup truck Yeah, but you got what I need, so Come over here and kiss me, get some gloss on my lips the way you tell me I'm cutest, boosting my confidence. All the filthy things you said got me blushing a bit, making me feel so pretty. I just wanna look pretty, like you do. Turn your heads when you're walking on the street, like you do. Hey, when you're wigging up next to me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! I just wanna look pretty. Pretty, 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 pretty. Oh, you got me feeling so. Pretty, 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 pretty. Oh, you got me feeling so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, 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 pretty. Oh, you got me feeling so pretty. Pretty, 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 pretty. Yeah. Oh, you got me feeling so pretty.
0: I could really watch you perform all day. It's really sick, dude. It's really. Something else. You're amazing. Thanks, man. I'm excited to hear this song that you have sitting in a vault. And uh, are you working on a body of work? Or are you just focus yeah, on singles? Yeah, I'm, I'm working
1: like, on an what? album. It's, it's, like, it's, it's like really almost finished-y kind of vibe. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. So you're going to release it while you're here in L.A. because you live here now.
1: Uh. Yeah, I guess so. Is that weird? Nah. That you live in L.A.? There's planes. I can go all the way. It's... <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Though? Air it's travel. Like, yeah. I live here, but it's like, I, I- Is it really home? I don't know, yeah. I just, I don't think it's weird. It, it'll be weird not being home for, like, when it comes out, I'm sure, but I'll go back and it'll be normal. I'm just, I think that is going to be weird, and I'm just saying this because I'm stressed. Yeah. <laughs> we're used to being on tour, though. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, moving around a lot. yeah. And,
0: but now you're going to be stationary.
1: Now I'm going to be stationary. Yeah, true. In a whole new land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A whole new country. We might be on tour, though. Yeah. Plans, In the new year. Things. Planes. Trains. Tours. Autumn albums. albums. <laughs> wow. Giddalalies. If you don't know what this is, it's called a Giddalalie. It's a yeah. six string ukulele. It's a Scott Hellman size guitar.
0: That's sick. Yeah. Wow. Really, thank you for sharing your talents here today. I really appreciate me, you very much. Anytime you have an open door policy here. Uh, yeah, definitely one of my favorite artists. So thanks for hanging out, Scott Helman. Dude, appreciate it. And thank you for sharing your talents of course as
1: well. Not, appreciate, appreciate it. Man. it.
0: Hey, beautiful human, you made it to our conversation with Scott Hellman. Congratulations. Please let us know who we should have on the show next. at Zach Sang Show in any form of social media. Reach out. We see everything. And please, be safe. Hug your family if you can. Do not go to jail. And have a great day. And remember, listening to music helps make the world go round. Peace and love.